Dr. Bolden, and you are listening to the Faith and Mental Health Podcast. This is a podcast where I discuss a variety of mental health-related topics from a faith-based perspective. Thank you for listening. Today's topic is five ways to maximize the power of God's word. And so in the body of Christ, we hear about a lot of things uh, you know, there's teachings and, and, and webinars and classes on a lot of things, but I want to talk about the power of God's word because many times we minimize God's word in the body of Christ. And that's kind of, it's kind of oxymoronic, but it happens a lot. And so God's word is so powerful. However, a lot of Christians do not seem to realize this truth. Did you know that God and his word are one? John, the first chapter and first verse declares, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. And did you even know that God honors his word because it's not going to return to him void. And so there is so much power in God's living word when we pray, when we speak and when we declare his word, it adds more authority to what we are saying because we're repeating and we are in agreement with what he has already spoken. God's word is so powerful. Psalm 138 and two says, I will bow down in worship toward your holy temple and give thanks to your name for your loving kindness and your truth. For you have magnified your word together with your name. Amplified version. Hebrew 4 and 12. For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. New King James Version. Isaiah 55 and 11. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void but it shall accomplish what I please and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. Second Timothy three and 16 through 17, all scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction and for training in righteousness that the man of God may be competent, equipped for every good work. One thing I will say about the word of God is for me, I begin to look at God's word differently. I begin to see God's word as so powerful because we see in Romans 12 and two, how we can literally renew our mind through the power of God's word. Our faith is built according to the, uh, by the preach word of God. And so one thing I'm uh, uh, been shifting my mind with as it relates to the word of God is um, the difference between knowledge, understanding, and wisdom. Knowledge is information. Understanding is comprehension. And wisdom is the application or how we apply it. And when we begin to see God's word as principles to govern our lives and to live our lives by, it will change our life and our mindsets towards God's word in a very real way. 
And so I want to quickly share with you the five ways you can use God's word, uh, the five ways that you can maximize the power of God's word for your life. The first way is meditating on the word of God. We don't hear a lot about meditation per se in the church, but if you read the scripture, you will see the word of God is filled with scriptures that reference meditating on his word. When we meditate, we ponder, we muse, we chew on God's word. We rehearse it in our mind. It's a powerful thing. And so not just meditating. I know there's a lot of teachings that are creeping in the church, but I'm talking about meditating on his word. Focusing and setting your mind on the word of God. The second one is praying the word of God. As stated before, it adds more authority or in a sense, even direction to our prayers because we hit and miss, but his word never misses because it's what he's already spoken and we're coming in agreement with it. The third is applying the word of God. Wisdom allows us to know how to apply information or how to apply what we understand. And so we don't want to just hear the word. We don't want to just memorize the word. We want to apply it so that we can govern our lives according to the word of God. Uh, the fourth is decreeing the word. You hear a lot about uh, manifesting and, and saying nice things and speaking positive things. And that sounds great. But the Bible declares in the book of Job that if we decree a thing, it shall be established. And so we want to decree God's word so that we're coming in, a, in agreement with his word because his word always adds more authority. And so we want to decree the living word of God over our lives. Find scriptures for your situations, for your desires, for your future, and decree God's word over your life. Um, the fifth is studying the word. We can study a lot of things. We can watch videos. We can read memes or memes, uh, um, all these different things. But we've got to study the word of God so we know what his word says We know, and we know how he speaks. Because the more we know his word, it sharpens our discernment. It builds up our spirit band. It, it, it allows our mind to be renewed. It, uh, when we hear the preach word, it helps to build our faith. The word of God is so powerful. Our literal lives can be transformed. What does the Bible say? Don't be conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. And we renew our mind through the power of God's word. So those are the five ways that I wanted to share with you that you can maximize the power of God's word. God bless.